0: Welcome to the the Let's Go Out podcast. My name is Eli.
1: My name is Moof.
0: as always. It usually is. You're right. And today, there are only two of us. Today, we're not talking about books, and we're not talking about Indian food. We're talking about something that is just so near and dear to our hearts. You know it. I know it. It's the 24-hour sports news cycle. Everyone knows.
1: We're kind of a part of it right now. I guess technically we are. Yeah,
0: that's really interesting. Although we're not specifically... Yeah. We, are sport, we are sports oriented, but we're not what I'm like news. News, yeah. yeah. And then, or I wouldn't
1: consider myself a journalist.
0: I wouldn't consider you a journalist either. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's get started. Guests. Do you don't know, have any guests, so that one's a check. Three, socials and such. Uh Twitter and Instagram are probably the best place to find us at uh, WTLGO Pod. So, like when the lights go out podcast, but shortened so that you don't have to type more than eight letters or nine characters, really, with the ads. We are an acronym now, so... We don't exist in physical form. We are just an acronym. Oh, YouTube. YouTube's important. That's where you're seeing our faces. Uh look up When the Lights Go Out podcast on YouTube and we're there. Um we have all of our old podcasts plus our newer ones, the the kind of this season starting in 2021. Um we have the we have video versions of most of those podcasts coming out in sequential order. So, uh that's a fun way. They're they're kind of different too. They're a different feel. Um so I you know, So, let's start it. This is about the 24-hour sports news cycle. So, and it's more of a discussion. I have written down and it's a discussion. And there are, uh, I don't think, you, I told you about this like right before the podcast started and you immediately had ideas <laughs> and yeah. formed an no, opinion. I mean-
1: I, I am generally – you know this about me. I'm generally someone who just like forms opinions really quickly yes. and then I will not veer for them, veer from them no matter what. So,
0: It's true. Unfortunately, you say something that's kind of funny once and then I don't like it and then you say it for the next eight years. Yeah. Let's start with talking about the 24-hour sports news cycle is a lot of words. Let's take one out and talk about the 24-hour news cycle. Um, do you know what that is? I think everyone – has a general understanding of what that is nowadays because that's what we have as news. I'll just, um,
1: why don't you go ahead and explain it? For
0: yeah, anyone. that's that's I so
1: we have a clear definition.
0: So basically, the 24 hour news cycle is, um, uh, yeah. you know, just what it sounds like. Uh, there, it, there's a constant stream, a constant influx of news. Um, so it, the reporting doesn't kind of just come in at one time. You're not like reading the newspaper every morning where you get all your news. You have it on your TV You know, at night. You have it on your phones, your computers. Um, there isn't a time when in, in, w- once the information is created in the form the creator wants it to be created and sends it to you, you can get it. Immediately, You can get it anytime you want. So anytime you're available for it, it's not just like, oh, I'm going to read the newspaper from this morning. It's what is the exact latest thing that has just happened to me? That's kind of what the 24-hour news cycle is. Do you have any opinions on it or do you want me to just uh, talk about why it's bad?
1: <laughs> you could just go through why it's bad. Um, I have stuff specifically for like the sports yeah, it's okay. version of it, mm-hmm. but I, I really have an opinion on the world.
0: I mean, it's not like the worst thing, like objectively access to information generally makes uh, people. People. I don't don't want to say smarter, but more well informed. Like the the greater Mm -hmm. access you have to information, the more it is more likely it is that you'll be able to think about that information and learn about that information. So you know, we're now hearing about we we hear about things that happen all over the world all the time, Um, and in some cases that can be a little daunting, that can be overwhelming. But in other cases, it's in most in most if not all cases, it's very good to just know what's happening um, so that you can make informed decisions about what you want. You know, even like you're representing to do or just if you want to like donate something or if you want to not go to a place, you know, it's, there are so many things that you can do.
1: It's good in that the first step is knowing about something and then you can make an informed
0: decision about it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So it's, it's from that perspective, it's very good. But then on the other perspective, and especially, um, I mean, where we're coming from is, you know, people in America that see the American news and what's kind of happened since some Some part of the nineties and it's just continued to expand is um the more news is is coming the more the the larger amount of news is kind of hitting you at once really and all of the time so it's harder for individuals to make out what pieces of information aren't important Um, and it's a thing you know you'll probably see it. you actually see it a lot of the times in sports it's just someone would be like breaking news breaking news someone uh, painted their toenails and you will have paid as much attention to that as you will when like something horrible happens or something amazing happens Um, and that's because of the like breaking news phenomenon where it's like almost everything is considered breaking news at this point. News sources are companies generally speaking. They're people or groups of people that want to make money off of what they're doing and when you have so many competitors and so many people with access to the information that want to create and spin the information the way they want to and they send it out you start to sensationalize it to get more eyes looking at your, uh, your version of this news even if it's very closely related to any other news because it comes from the associated yeah. press but it's got your tagline um it's got your picture on it so really from that point you know again that the idea of sensationalism so not like you might call it stretching the truth or just like saying essentially for younger audiences it's just cl- it's clickbait it's saying something that might be outrageous that is at the very least vaguely related to what the actual content of the article or the, the blog post or the video is Um, it might be more related, but you know, it's the, the idea is that you get eyes on what you're doing because of the introduction to it, the, the hook, not the actual good reporting that probably, or maybe is happening through that. You kind of just get this culture of it spirals and then you get, um, you know, I don't want to get too, Political, but like politicized news is is one thing that uh, happens because of this new, relatively new structure of news, um, and clickbait on the more internet side of it is another thing you get. So there are a lot of bad things that come out of this besides the ability to have you know a, a lot of information that you might not normally have access to. So that is. Generally, that's the 24-hour news cycle, and now we're going to look at what 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 kind of happens in sports, which is very similar and comes from a lot of the same place, except it's kind of different. I want you know, I'll I'll save my thoughts because I really want to hear what you have to say about it.
1: Yeah. So I've been thinking about this since like I've been listening to you like speak about it, and like the more I listened the more cohesive my thoughts have become in my view two groups of people benefit from the 24 hour news uh, cycle in in sports the first one is the most obvious it's the people who follow the sports right people are invested in their teams athletes are, at this point are celebrities like um to anybody who used to watch or i don't know if it's still going on Keeping up with the Kardashians, this is essentially the same
0: thing. I, I think it's stopped. This
1: is essentially the same thing for like sports fans. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's the most obvious group. And then the second one also should be obvious, is it's anybody who makes money reporting. Like, so you mentioned those N- NBA and NFL insiders, they do, and then like league owners because every single league now has its own network, NFL, NBA, MLB,
0: um, MLB, NHL, I think, and all all of the college conferences.
1: All of the college conferences, exactly. Like anybody who makes money off of it benefits. And then the people who get the worst part of it is the actual athletes. Like I would say predominantly it's – professional sport athletes but it's beginning to trickle down even more and more into college sport and even high schools like basketball now but like athletes don't get any privacy and sometimes even like the moments where it's supposed to be their moment is kind of overshadowed by something else that's happening in like news for example uh this just nfl draft that happened the first round, like, three picks in, somebody broke the the Aaron Rodgers news that he didn't want to be in Green Bay. Right. So that overshadowed all these draft picks, their big moment. It also ruins careers. And this is also, like, a very recent development that's come out. But everybody remembers Kwame Brown, and everybody remembers talking shit about Kwame Brown. <laughs> and, um... Recently, I think in the past week or so, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson's podcast, uh, All the Smoke, they pretty much did a 20 minute set just roasting Kwame Brown. (laughs) Right. And then Kwame Brown's been silent for like 18 years for like a long time, but he he went off on facebook or something and he was like i had to go through all this shit all my teammates were dicks to me my coach was a dick to me mj was a dick to me but in the end i got out of the place where i came from and i bought my mama a house and i made all this money so who's the real loser here who's the real scrub and he went off on stephen a smith and stuff like that but it that people calling him a scrub like two years after he came out of high school an 18 year old kid Two years coming out of high school ruined his career essentially.
0: Yeah. I I you know I, I agree with everything you're saying. And it, it's really something that it's not something that I really thought of because I was like, oh, like, is it who 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 does benefit from this? And you're a hundred percent right. I think I wrote down a bunch of dollar signs at the very end of my notes, because like, yeah, anyone who's making money off of uh, any off of professional sports or college sports. Anytime there's just more because sports is entertainment. Even if you're not watching a live game, you're, you know, partaking in that sport from mm-hmm. the way we kind of see sports as now in America, which is a like a very massive entertainment business. Um, each individual sport. And then the, the kind of general sports, professional sports and college sports as, as we see it and you know we could i'm gonna lump in college sports with professional sports for many reasons but it's that kind of television presence the the eyes on them but i i one thing you said though too is about like how it's trickling down to the younger generations like why are we talking about arch manning the way we are you know or like uh Bronny james like these are like children and yeah, they're going to be good probably Um, and they're probably going to like, they're getting all, A, they're getting all of the resources they could ever want because of their famous families who are great at those sports, their Mm -hmm. respective sports and B, because of those connections, they're going to get all of the training, all of the equipment, everything they could ever need to succeed and therefore, they're probably going to succeed. Plus, they're like, very large, um, but they're like mm-hmm. what? What they're both like at sixteen or something, you know? They're like early to yeah. mid high school, and people have been talking about them and what you, you and I have been like. We, we talked about Arch Manning and how who we don't want to draft him because we don't want that organization to ruin him because he could be such a good yeah. player. Um, and
1: like, I mean, even even um, there's a kid named Chet Holmgren. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the number one ranked basketball. A recruit this year like there's been news about this kid for like two or three years now already so it assuming he's 18 right now his senior year of high school that's like literally since he's 15 so either he gets to the nba in a couple years and people follow his career or like he doesn't get there, and then there's always this. There's another question for the next like fifteen years. Like, what happened? Why did this? So even if there's not success, there's gonna be news.
0: Yeah. Once once you're in the eyes of the public, they they don't just let you go. It's yeah. Something has to happen for you to get out, and that's you either you know you flare out or you spend twenty five years, and then you retire, and then you decide. I'm going to do like two commercials a year and be yeah. done. Um, or you have all these
1: issues when you actually do get in the league, wash out. And then you have Matt Barnes talk shit about you on a <laughs> podcast like 20 years later.
0: Yeah. Um, and even, even baseball players, even I mean, I don't, I won't even call them baseball players, but even like children, I think Bryce Harper was a, was being recruited out of middle school um in Las Vegas like baseball baseball is one of those sports too where they really want to get you young um and we have, we had our whole first podcast was about how they do that in other countries specifically the Dominican Republic but they they really yeah. do it here too like they'll the, you know people who want to find the next great star will look to like like the 6 foot 1 14 year old and say like we can this guy can can do one thing really good, let's let him do that thing and teach him how to do the other things and then make a bunch of money off of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like the only per, like I said, the only person that I can think of who's getting the bad side of this 24 hour news cycle is like the people playing the sport. Um, Another angle to it is medical records, like that is private, but anytime anybody is injured, like, there's instantly like what the injury is, what the recovery time is, the name of that doctor, if they performed a surgery, where the surgery was done.
0: Like, as soon as it's done, you get that tweet from the surgery bed where they're like, everything went good yeah. every time.
1: And, and then there's there's been cases where like players have gotten injured, gone to the hospital, and a hospital worker has tweeted out something like completely disregarding HIPAA is literally like privacy laws for medical professionals and like there are these nurses and stuff. Uh, It's obviously not at all the nurses, but like there are some nurses who have seen athletes in the past and just tweeted out what the injuries and stuff like that or given it to people like Adam Schefter insiders. So. Yeah they, like athletes just don't get any privacy.
0: Yeah, I mean the medical side is one very big part of that. Um yeah, just like the, the reporters around all the time, the celebrity status and how like easy it is, everyone has a phone on or every, everyone has a phone with a camera on it. Yeah, so like yeah. wherever you go, you're being scrutinized in one way or or another, you're being deified or you're being, you know, I guess Scrutinized. So it's very difficult to, to, for them to live their lives. And that is, I think, a very important part um, of this. It's, it's a, uh, it's a symptom of the, of the 24 hour sports news cycle. Clearly bad for the players, but also do you think it gives them, I mean, like for what they're losing in their privacy and all of these things, um, their personal, like, well-being, their mental health. Um, The brand deals are great for getting money Mm -hmm. to players. And, you know, this is just something I'm thinking about now. It's like this might be the only way – this is going to sound very pessimistic, but this might be the only way for these, like, young, often not-white sports players, these athletes to get enough money to get into um, bigger things and eventually make their way to general managers and like front office people and, and ownership. Right. Like, I mean, Michael Jordan literally has a shoe company and he's the best athlete, the best, the one of, if not the best basketball player that's ever existed. And he's like the first player to really become an owner notably um
1: so i mean i agree with you for professional athletes like the trade-off is better you um it's not great but it's better you sacrifice your private lives you're getting something out of it millions and millions of dollars but like for uh, for high school players it's also like not terrible because then you're getting recruited Mm -hmm. hopefully to either a pro sport, uh, in the case of like hockey and baseball, and to some degree, um, well now it, NBA has G League, so mm. G League, um, and then high and then colleges, right? So that's how Chase Claypool got to Notre Dame. Like he was in Canada, he had this um, highlight video go viral, and that's how he got to Notre Dame. But for college athletes, it's I mean now it's a little bit better, I guess, because they have the name image likeness stuff so they can get paid for that, um starting like next year or something. Mm-hmm. but um how it's been the last few years, it's it, there's no trade-off like it's all negative for them, <laughs> honestly
0: well we could we could have like a full separate podcast where every week we just go to a different reason why being a college athlete is like shitty, um, yeah. Yeah, I know that's something that we've wanted to talk about for a while, so we don't have to go like too far into it, but yeah, I mean, it's for the, for them specifically. And that is such a crucial part of your life. Um, like development wise for both like, what you want to do and what type of person you're you're gonna become and like the way your brain's developing. It's just it's such a they're they're screwed beyond what anyone actually thinks. They're essentially I mean, think about think about all of the players that get notoriety and then get major injuries and then people the only thing they can they could probably walk into any sports bar and someone will be like, Oh, you're that dude that tore his ACL three times. That's yeah, great. I mean like I could that have had a like, lot of money, but instead I can barely walk.
1: That that's the other thing with the medical thing. Like do you know how fast the news broke that D'Angelo Hall tore his Achilles gag a piece of pizza like that? Like it was, it was so It was quick. very
0: quick, yeah. Part of what we're talking about is the players and I briefly I do want to go back to the uh ownership and the way like the sensationalism of the of the league is, is good for them, but also in, in general it's good for the leagues and it's good for the audience because it's entertainment and I and, and I I think one reason people might be hesitant about this kind of 24 hour sports news cycle is because they might not realize it's entertainment. Um, but it is entertainment. Um, and you know, when you sign up for it, you're signing up for the entertainment side, even though you don't, you might not like understand that right away. Um, so it's, it's, I just I'll just say it's unfortunate for the players that they're caught up in it without really a lot of help and 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 notor—and this point doesn't have notoriety the way like the health issues do um, because mm-hmm. it's kind of meta because like you get you you hear all of the news through the eyes of the networks and the the leagues that really put money into this um so, that's a that might that might be a weird point that I think uh, will continue to be confusing to even you know yep. to even me even though I said it.
1: Um, yeah. I, I think I think that the difference between like sports twenty four hour news cycles and like the regular one, the one that's just out in the world, is that um, with general news you can kind of portray it in certain ways, but there are concrete facts that can't be changed Mm -hmm. like a lot of concrete facts usually that can't be changed you can just say it in a different way right if that makes sense Mm -hmm. in sports you have stats what team the player's on what position the player plays and everything else is based on everybody else's opinion essentially
0: yeah you know uh, jumping off of that, I think you're exactly right, and it's it's already a narrative. It's already built to be a narrative, and so changing that into the way you want it to look is got to be easier. Because I mean, even though even though you might think, oh, it's harder because everyone can watch a game and see for themselves mm-hmm. what happened, but even the games are through the eyes are heavily produced like if you don't think um, a game a, a, a game on national TV or just any TV is heavily produced wh- what is that weird Fox football robot guy yeah exactly he's a full CGI thing mascot that hangs out and like is just there on your TV I mean, it's entertainment like you have to understand it's entertainment a, a prime
1: example of this I I feel like is Jimmy Butler like Jimmy Butler in my eyes, has always been a super underrated player. He's always been like a good player, not like I wouldn't say a great player, but he's been a very good player, a very good player. But he's always been portrayed in the media and by most people as a bad teammate mm-hmm. up until he got to Miami, where now he's thriving.
0: Yeah, and it's, so. it's really only because I think, I mean, you had like the JJ Redick podcasts. Um, yeah. his, his teammate and they had him on and, and talked about some of those things some of those rumors and stuff yeah. but you know he got to like a young team there were less expectations on him and he had already been dragged by the media at that point um, exactly and and so it just kind of allowed for his personality to show and then everyone was like oh like Jimmy's funny whatever and it's like yeah. you, you could have had that the entire time if you had paid attention and Russell Westbrook is almost the exact same oh, thing it? yeah another example
1: I, i mean russell westbrook is the first ballot hall of famer no matter how you slice it the only knock on him is that he doesn't have a championship Which doesn't even matter.
0: It it doesn't matter. And the the thing with him, too, is I fully believed everything the media was saying because I was like, oh, he looks really angry all the time or something. And it's like, well, that sports players are like essentially just like warriors that throw balls at each other. Like, that's what they are. Like, you got to be angry a little bit. But it wasn't until the bubble when I like really had to focus on um, basketball and professional and basically the playoffs because nothing else was happening. Yeah, Um, that I saw. I was like, they would like show, like, oh, like, look, Russell Westbrook on the sideline, like, kind of coaching him up, coaching his teammates up, his young teammates up, even though he's injured. And I was like, oh, maybe he's not a jerk. Maybe he's just a normal person and put into a different light. Now that he's on the Wizards, and I see reporters talk about him all the time and talk to him personally, and they're like, he's like nice. He's just very nice. I mean he's always been he's always
1: been portrayed as like a ball hog. But like if you look at it through the lens of like all the teams he's been on save for like three years have been trash. Mm-hmm. He kinda had to be the ball hog. Yeah.
0: Yeah, do you have anything else to say about this?
1: Uh I, I really don't. I think I think in most cases of the stuff we talk about i come out on the side of the athletes have it worse than we think it we 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 think they do and like just because they have money doesn't mean that they don't have issues that they have to deal with it's just different issues so i mean i i know i come out on the side of like athletes get a lot of shit but i mean it's true.
0: No, you're absolutely right, I, and I think it was great. It was a great conversation to have. How you kind of focusing really hard on the athletes because when I when I was thinking of this, I wrote down my notes. I was like, oh, like I want. Is it good for the players? Is it bad for the players? That was like one note, but that wasn't kind of where I was headed. I was like, is it in general good or bad? And you really focused on the players, um, and the focus the focus on the athletes is kind of something that across all of our podcasts. It really, um, is, is really seen. Um, and it is, I think very important to see because normal sports fans might not think about it all the time. Um, yeah. So th- this is just, again, another example of the same kind of issues a little bit, but through the lens of wh- is this, this 24 hour sports news cycle, is it good or bad? Um, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we answered it for us, between the two of us, um, but it's definitely an ongoing conversation and there's definitely things that we didn't get to. Hmm. Um, so if anyone listening uh, wants to talk about this more with us or just in general, the world, uh, you know, you can talk to us on uh, – you can tweet at us at – WTLGO Pod when the lights go out podcast WTLGO Pod on Twitter or Instagram you can DM us. Um you can you can tweet at us. We'd love to respond and talk to you about it. Um you can also, you know, comment on our YouTube channel and you know, get in the comments there. Um just search up when the lights go out podcast uh on YouTube. Um yeah, uh and we'd love to hear from you. This was a very interesting interesting look. Uh, at, uh, at at sports, and again, you know, our kind of whole shtick is is finding the weird angles that people aren't thinking about um, around something that both of us and presumably a lot of people listening really love. Uh, so yeah, thanks. I'm Eli. I'm Moof. And this was the When the Lights Go Out podcast, and we'll see you in two weeks, probably. Support us on YouTube. Support us on OnlyFans. Only pants. Only pants.
1: Mm.
0: Do you want to start an Only Pants with me, where we just like review pants
1: An OnlyFans that just reviews pants? Yeah, it would be follow our OnlyFans at Only Pants. Um, it's free.
0: It's for it's Only Coast. Pants
1: it's free because we don't post sexual content so we don't have to gatekeep our viewers
0: well we don't have to go we don't have to go too far
1: into this <laughs>